0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Yes, I am excited about today's episode. (laughs) I say that every single week on every single episode. And honestly, I kind of feel silly when I say it. Like, I'm excited for today's episode, but genuinely, I am excited for today's episode. I am genuinely excited about every single episode that I record I wouldn't record an episode that I wasn't excited about, honestly, and if I'm not excited about it, you're not going to be excited about it. I'm only excited because it's going to help you. It's something that I feel like I have been through, that I can talk about honestly, that I know inside and out, uh, and I just know it's going to help you. So I I don't know. I guess I just want you to know (laughs) that I am genuinely excited about each episode. I don't just say that in the beginning of of each show. Just to say it, I actually mean it. This, this topic, how to stop unhealthy habits, came about, well, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. I think it was, God, was it just yesterday? Yeah, I think it was just yesterday. Um, this episode is brought to you basically by conversations between myself and my best friend, Jenna. So, shout out to you, Uh, So what was happening was Monday night, I, Jenna, and I were sharing our MyFitnessPal. We're accountable to each other on occasion to make sure that we're on track. So we were sharing our MyFitnessPal logs, and she had nailed her macros for the day, and I had to record mine. I hadn't recorded my macros yet for the day. So I sat down. Entered all my foods into my fitness pal, and it came out to be almost spot on. I was a little over my macros, I think, but almost like spot on on my macros. And so, yesterday I was kind of talking about how, like, I wish I was focused because for me, that's so habitual that it doesn't feel like a focus. I was not focused on, I was focused on hitting my protein that day just because I always am focused on that, but I don't feel in general like I'm extremely focused right now, I'll be honest, in my life, period. So I said something to her and to the effect of like, I wish I was focused on that or something. And she replied back with a quote that I shared on my stories. And what she replied back with was, if it's already a habit, it doesn't need to be a focus. And honestly, I was mind blown. I was like, Holy shit you're right like obviously I know that obviously I know that's what habits are for and I can tell that to my clients all day long like well make it a habit so you don't have to focus on it right make just stop hitting your shoes and just get out of bed at 5 30 in the morning and that way you don't have to like focus on your workout the rest of the day it's a habit you get up you get on with it you get your workout done like it's over with I tell people that so many times a day but for me, it's just different. So that's why I have a good circle of people around me. That's why I have her as a best friend and so that was just for me that was like so good to hear for myself that my habits are still in place. And so yeah, if it's if you have a habit, it doesn't have to necessarily be a focus. So this got me thinking even further into into other conversations that I have with my clients about unhealthy habits and why we have unhealthy habits and how to turn those habits around. This is a really big conversation, topic of conversation that I have with my private clients. So I'm always talking about their habits. And if they are stuck in this cycle of, I, you know, I, I will hear all the time, it's a form of self-sabotage, but I hear all the time like, I know what i should be doing but i hired you to hold me accountable like i know what kind of foods i should be eating i know i should be tracking my macros i know i should be working out and going for walks every day but i can't make myself do it right and what it comes down to is that we you have other habits in place that are not serving you and so it's like how do you stop those habits to replace them with good ones or how do you just stop unhealthy habits in the first place because i will be the first to say habits whether they are unhealthy or healthy are really hard to break and obviously that's a good thing if you have a healthy habit like for me i can basically eat out Um, i ate out on monday i ate some from home i ate some on the go in the car like i wasn't home all day and i still because of my habits i still was on track for my macros that day. So that's just to show that like obviously some habits are really, really good for you and it's a good thing that I can't break that habit very easily because that's a good habit. But in reverse, if you do have unhealthy habits or cycles or things that you're stuck in, it is insanely hard to come up with new habits or to break the habits that you have. And so If you are struggling in that cycle and you have habits you want to change and you don't understand why you can't take action and you feel stuck, just let me say it's freaking hard and it will have to be a focus for a while. You will have to focus on certain things, breaking certain habits, changing things, really, really focused and intentional. You will have to be that way for quite a while, to be honest. I'm not here to to bullshit you, obviously. Like it is going to take some time and it's going to take some real effort and focus. But once you put in that work, it's a habit that will be very hard to break. So most unhealthy habits are a result of us trying to remain comfortable. I guess that could be said for all habits, um, but definitely unhealthy habits are things that we are trying to do to cover something up or to remain comfortable in life somehow. So let's talk about some of the unhealthy habits that we can be stuck in. I just have a couple of them listed. But unhealthy habits can be things like making excuses. It's habitual to say, I can't do that because, or, well, if I didn't have this going on, I could, or just any kind of excuse, right? Skipping your workouts is an unhealthy habit. Hitting the snooze button, like I mentioned, is an unhealthy habit. Restricting foods and calories, binge eating, falling off track on the weekends. These are all things that I hear from my clients or I've been through myself. Negative self-talk is a very unhealthy habit that starts on the inside. Self-destruction, which can also begin with the negative self-talk. I hear this a lot from my clients and I actually made a video about this for my programs. I'm going to be having a unfuck your fitness training center that a like a video course um actually more like a video library training center of videos where my clients can go to just learn about different things and get a little pep talk from me. I was talking about self-sabotage and some of the things that my clients will say is that you know, I grew up in a family that just overate and so I will just overeat forever or my family is overweight and so I if I'm going to be overweight forever just like my family, then what's the point in starting a workout program or starting to be healthy for myself. So that self-destruction of just spiraling downward into this hole of negativity or, you know, bad habits, honestly, that can be a huge, huge unhealthy habit. And Sometimes we don't even know we're doing that. You can also factor in things like drinking, smoking, self-sabotage, gossiping, more of like the things that are unhealthy, unhealthy habits that I feel like sometimes are normal, but are not necessarily good. So those are just a a few things that are unhealthy. Those are kind of off the top of my head. But basically, this can be anything that you do where afterwards you wonder why you did it or you said you were going to stop doing that thing or you feel really frustrated that you did do that thing and you wish you wouldn't have. So afterwards, you have regrets. You have frustration that would be an unhealthy habit. So if I'm sure that you do have some of the things that I mentioned prior, I'm sure that you do have some of those unhealthy habits. But if you're if you're someone sitting there like, I don't know exactly what my unhealthy habits are, go through the day today and notice things that you do that you wonder or that you wish afterwards, like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Honestly, you all know if you watch my social media that I'm addicted to mini-cadver-yanks. And when it gets close to Easter, I've already been eating them for weeks at that point. I will start to get to the point where I'm eating them and I wish I wouldn't have. They hurt my stomach. I just, I know it's just becoming this unhealthy habit. I eat them habitually, they become part of my day, and I need to stop by the end of that cycle so that's something for me that's like oh it's good and it's fun and it's okay it's not hurting anyone that i'm addicted to many eggs but also i kind of wish that i wouldn't have eaten so many maybe in that day right so we can talk about a lot of different habits like what i'm going to talk about today why we have those unhealthy habits this can be you can associate this with basically anything it doesn't have to just be health and fitness related and so Why do we have unhealthy habits? Why is it so hard to break these habits? That's the question, right? The reality is that by partaking in an unhealthy habit, you are wanting to feel a certain outcome. This can actually be true with any habit. It can actually be true with any action. Ultimately, the habits that we have are actions that we are taking. And so you're obviously wanting to feel a certain way. Or achieve a certain outcome by doing what you're doing or maybe not feeling a certain way, right? In regards to drinking, maybe you drink so much, I've been there, that I'm trying to not feel a certain way. So those are, that's really what it comes down to. You are doing something and you're doing that something for the reason that comes after. You're looking for a feeling. You're looking for an outcome. And so, if you want to change that unhealthy habit, you have to realize what outcome, what feeling you're wanting, and think of a healthier habit to put in its place that you can still get that same desired outcome. If, for example, you're to, to go off of things that I mentioned earlier, right? If you're making excuses, if you're skipping your workouts, if you're hitting snooze. You're doing those things because you want to be comfortable. You don't want to get out of bed because you're comfortable. You don't want to work out because that's uncomfortable. And you would rather just not change your clothes, go to the gym, put out that extra effort. Who knows? It might not even get you the results you want anyway, right? So it's easier for you to just say like, oh, I'll just skip that today. Input any other excuse really of why you're not taking action. It's because you want to be Comfortable restricting your foods and restricting your calories. The outcome of that, that you're looking for, is you want to feel well, ultimately, like you're doing that to lose weight or lose fat or whatever. I guess you kind of tell yourself in that sense, right? I don't like the way that I look. I want to look better. So I'm going to try to feel productive and restrict my foods and feel like I'm doing something really good for myself. I'm taking really strong action. I'm going to restrict all these foods and cut this out. And I'm not going to eat as much today. And you're, you know, you, f- you almost get that feeling of like, I'm punishing myself. i really want to change. And so you're, you're reaching for that really instant. Like I want to feel like I'm doing something. Um, binge eating also can be that feeling of of feeling comfortable. After you've restricted all those foods and then you get hungry again, and then you're like, oh, I'm not really comfortable restricting all these foods and cutting calories. I'm freaking hungry. I want to feel comfortable again. And it's a habit to go back to that. And that's your feeling of familiarity. So any unhealthy habit that you have, you have to look at the outcome and the feeling that you are desiring and see if you can replace that with a healthier habit. So maybe if you're, uh, one of your unhealthy habits is meeting up with the girls every single night, this is extreme, um, you know, <laughs> going to the bar and having drinks. Well, what is the, what are you looking for in that situation? You're hanging out with your girls, you're having drinks, you're talking, you're, what you're looking for is some camaraderie. You're looking for a good time with your friends to chill and relax and, you know, complain about life, What whatever you're looking for figure out what the feeling is that you're looking for with that and think like, okay, maybe we could get together and go for a walk instead of sit at the bar and drink. Maybe we could go to the gym together. Maybe we could just stay home and talk over less drinks. You know, like figuring out, you don't necessarily have to swap it with like cut it out completely. Stop hanging out with your girlfriends and go to the gym. But if you're, if you're finding an, un, an unhealthy habit that you want to stop and you can't really figure out why, you're chasing the feeling after it. It's not really about the unhealthy habit that you're doing. It's about the feeling that you're chasing. So that's what this podcast episode is really all about right there. Figuring out the feeling that you're chasing and replacing the action with something that will also get you that desired result or feeling. I will say that your body craves familiarity even if it's bad for you. So your mind would go back to habits whether good or bad because it's familiar. Your body is going to do what's familiar. Your brain is going to do what's familiar. Your self-talk is going to tell you what's familiar even if it's bad for you. So this is a big thing with self-sabotage. Creating creating peace and consistency can sometimes feel so foreign for ourselves that it plays a really big part in our unhealthy habits and our self-sabotage. So the way that you grew up, even if you grew up in a very chaotic home or a chaotic environment and you were told we are overweight people and this is how we will always be or we don't have a lot of money, So the food that we have on your plate, we worked really hard for. So you will sit at this dinner table until you eat every single thing on your plate. If you grew up in a, you know, a place that was maybe, yeah, maybe chaotic and maybe not the best environment, that is familiar to you. And so your brain will always go back to that. So if you're starting to realize that you want to create different habits for yourself, it's going to take a shit ton of self-awareness and this can take a really long time and it can honestly be impossible to do by yourself. I find it very impossible to change my habits by myself. That's why I share my food logs with other people that will cheer me on. That's why I talk to people that I trust about certain things like I cannot get out of my head when it comes to X, Y, and Z. I want to do this certain thing. I want to get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and work out, or I want to work out four to five times a week, or I want to go for a walk. I want to start tracking my macros. I want to insert anything, but I can't get myself to do it. And sometimes you just have to walk through this with someone for them to be able to pinpoint it. But something you can do on your own is figure out like, what are you wanting to do? Or what are you wanting to stop Figure out why you're wanting to do that thing or stop that thing, and figure out how to get your brain to stop going back to those habits that you have, to stop going back to that familiarity. You have to create new habits long enough that they become the new familiar. So, like in my example in the beginning of this podcast, where I can now go through a day of eating not track it and get to the end of the day and be basically perfect with my macros. If you think for one second that that happened on accident, now for me, I kind of did. I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. How did I do that? In reality, I've done that so many times. I have tracked my foods so many times. I've eaten my staple foods so many times. I had a number four turkey time tom from Jimmy John's that day. I knew exactly how much protein was in that sub because I've had it so many times to hit my macros. So that is my familiar. Was it always? No. You've listened to me talk about, even in last week's podcast episode, about how my old familiar was, right? Tracking things meticulously, putting things in containers, and before I dumped them on a plate to make food to put in my mouth. I was, my familiarity used to be Doing workout videos seven days a week for at least 45 minutes, sweating my ass off, being obsessive about my food. Like that was my familiar. And it took a really long time to get out of that. It was almost the chaos and the craziness and the obsession of thinking about it and thinking that I should be thinking about it. It's like when you start tracking your macros and you know exactly what to eat, and I know exactly what workouts to do, I drink water, I take my vitamins, like what am I going to do then? Like this becomes so easy that 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 peace and that consistency can seem so foreign. Like it can't possibly be that easy because I've been working so hard on this and I'm addicted to the struggle. I'm addicted to the chaos that that easier way seems like really scary. That's self-sabotage. That creates unhealthy habits. And so again, it's just going back to your mind where it all begins, figuring out what feeling you're chasing, what outcome you're chasing with those unhealthy habits or even with those good habits if you want to change them up and realize that you just have to change it and telling yourself that I know that this is a habit. I know this is familiar, but but I know we're going to have a new familiar. Even saying that out loud to yourself would be helpful. That would be helpful for me. Like I know you don't want to work out at 5 a.m., I know you're tired, but this is going to be your new familiar. This will be something that you get used to. In no time, it'll be just as simple as sleeping in, right? Tracking your food will be as simple as meal prepping soon or meal planning or anything else that you're doing. And so just realizing that you you will still have habits. You will have a new familiar and peace and consistency in your fitness journey with healthier habits is okay as well. And sometimes just creating that peace and or chasing that peace and consistency, I should say, because when you're addicted to those unhealthy habits, that feels like it's peaceful. That feels like this is what I'm used to. This is what makes my body happy. I feel okay with this. I know my way around this, even if it's a struggle. And getting out of that does seem scary. So it's all about that mental game I posted on my stories this week as well. I was actually just kind of doing a little bit of work from with my ladies. When I'm working on like my one-on-one clients and really digging into their mindsets, I get a lot of content um, because my content is really just things that will help you. And so it was really clicking with one of my private clients earlier this week where she was starting to realize that so much of this is mental. She, I had asked her if she had had any questions for this week, anything that we could work on. And she said, no, I've got my workouts under control. I've got my macros under control. You know, I'm figuring out my mindset. Like, I think I'm set up for success this week. And she was kind of surprised by it. And it was a different feeling for her to feel like she was in control of that. But, you know, she did say, I do have some mindset concerns about, Basically, how she grew up and habits that she's used to and things that she's been told and she wants to kind of get over those self-limiting beliefs and those mindsets. And I made sure to tell her, and I did post about this on my stories too, that if you realized how much of your health and fitness journey, of how much health and fitness is mental, you wouldn't stress so much about doing the perfect workout plan or not missing a workout or doing the perfect workout in general, or hitting your macros every single day perfectly. You wouldn't stress about that stuff as much as you do now if you realized how important the mindset piece is. If you do the perfect workout plan and you eat perfectly and you still don't have the right mindset and you still think you're not worth it and you still think you can't do this and you still have all of these unhealthy habits that you're trying to manage and juggle... It's not going to work. So many people in this industry are making so much money off of you because you are worried about the workouts and the supplements and the food and the meal plans and the containers and the accessories to your gym workouts that you don't need, you know, all of the things that you can buy and the loops and the bands and the weights and the fancy flashy objects that don't freaking matter. This is all mental. If you can't get your ass to the gym, to your workout space, it doesn't matter if you have all the bells and whistles and the beautiful things for your gym and you have the most cute aesthetic gym and you have all the loops hanging perfectly and the paint is the perfect color. If you don't ever get in that room and move your ass to work out, it doesn't freaking matter what the room looks like. It's like you're focused on all those wrong things. So if you And hopefully in this episode and throughout my podcast in general, I'm hopefully changing your mindset around the fact that this is all freaking mental. Yes, the little things matter, but this stuff matters so much more. So I hope that this was helpful in you being able to notice an unhealthy habit, figure out why you're doing it, and look for that same feeling and that same outcome with a different habit. I think... That this will be really eye opening for a lot of you. I'm excited. I hope that you screenshot what's on your screen right now, this podcast, and I hope that you share it on your social media. Tag me with your thoughts. I hope you send me DMs and reply to my email for the week and let me know that this really helped you. I love nothing more than hearing from you and when you let me know that this is helpful for you. So, thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.